This morning I want to talk about um, something that's been humming away in my heart and spirit for a, a few weeks and um, it's about honour and value and um, sorry, I want to move back so I can see you behind me about honour and value and uh, honour is a social term describing how people within a society evaluate one another and uh, that's what I want to talk about, about what it is to honour somebody, what it is to value somebody. But to start, we're going to honour our God, where we're going to pray and esteem him and value him. So can we do that first? All right. Lord, we just thank you that you are such an awesome, wonderful, loving God. And we lift your name up this morning. We praise you. We exalt you. We thank you for our salvation. We thank you for your presence in this place. We esteem you, Lord. We lift your name high, Lord. You are King of kings and Lord of lords. And we thank you for all that you've done in our lives, Lord, all that you are going to do, all that you are doing now. And we worship you. We invite you here, Holy Spirit, to have your way in this place to minister to our hearts, to refresh us, Lord, to shift any mindsets that aren't of you, Lord. And uh, we pray your blessing on this time. In Jesus' precious name. And we all said, Amen. Amen. Okay, so it's, it's a no-brainer, really, that the source of all honour is God. On the basis of who he is, his position, that he is sovereign creator, he is almighty, and that his character is one where you want to honour him. When you get to know God, you understand that he is, he is the one that is like made up the word honour, that it means to esteem and respect. And, uh, and it says, and I, if you've got your Bibles with me, I want you to turn with me to Psalm 8. Psalm 8. Whoa, it's not going to work. <laughs> Psalm 8 and... Okay. So God is the one that we honour most because he is creator. Then it says in John 5, 23, that God the Father bestowed honour on Jesus. So he, he operates in valuing and honouring. And then it says, I love this, because it, goes, it says in Psalm 8, verse 5, and it says, for you have made us, he's talking about mankind, you have made him a little lower than the angels and you have crowned him with glory and honour. So we have actually God, who is the one that is to be honoured, he honoured Jesus, and then it says that he honoured us, that he crowned us with glory and honour. This is little of us and we know all our frailties and our things we, we know, know and ourselves aren't right. And yet God says in his word that he honoured us and made us a little lower than the, than the angels and crowned us with glory and honour. Now I wanted to just talk to you about what that word honour means. In the Hebrew, thanks Ben, it is a translation of the word kabod which means heavy or weighty. In the New Testament, it's a derivative of tamau. So you've got the Greek tamau and you've got the Hebrew kabod, which means it has weight. So when you look at the word honour, it actually means that you are weighty. Now, that means you're carrying 10 extra kilos. It means that um, to honour someone is you give them weight. You grant a person a position of respect and even authority in your life. Is that they have weight in your life. They have... Um, a, a position in your life and God says that he honours us and he gives us position and the other word that you talked about in Psalm 8 is glory which is a derivative of the word kabod as well is that we've been given glory that weightiness that presence on us so you're not actually honoured and respected and given a position of authority but you also have glory on you that's what Psalm 8 says that you crowned him with glory 
and honour. So we've been given this weightiness of a position but and also a weightiness of God's presence. So that's you. When you get up tomorrow morning, you say, I have glory and honour placed upon me. So, you know, when we become a Christian, there is real no space when we know who we are and who he is for us to have a bad self-esteem. You know, we need to minister to our soul and put the word in there, but it starts to change you when you get an idea, get a, just an understanding of who God has made you, that he crowned you with glory, the presence of God Almighty upon you and honour, that he honours us, that he crowns us with honour. That means that we have weightiness and respect in his sight. Pretty amazing, really. Yeah, I'll let that just sit there for a minute. So honour is to value, is to show respect, is to consider, is to esteem, is to give attention to, grant dignity, give credence to, appreciate, favour or regard. Those are all the things that to honour or to be honoured means. That you're valued. You're most highly valued. That, that God considers us. And that he wants us to consider others. So he honours us and he wants us to be, hang on Ben, and he wants us to be giving out honour. Isaiah talks about honour without action is incomplete. So it's like when we are honoured by God, he follows it up with his action of loving us, with blessing us, with being there for us, doesn't he? And the same as when we honour somebody else, it can't be just lip service. Oh yeah, I honour you. But in, in your actions, we don't honour them at all. We don't respect them. We don't talk nicely about them. We don't value them as a person. So God honours us by blessing us and loving us and being there for us. And he actually expects that we give attention to honouring others by blessing others, treating them with dignity, with love, respect, with value. And the word value, thanks, Ben, is, to, is set by a price that is paid. So God honours and values us and he asks us to honour and value others and to honour and value him. And value is set by the price that is paid. Now a very high price was paid for us. So God actually looks at us and he values us because he paid the ultimate price of giving his life. Jesus gave his life because he valued us, because he honoured us and the price that was paid was his life. So you you look at yourself and you think, oh, I'm just, you know, this or that or I'm not really feeling great about myself or you don't know my past. But, you know, Jesus says I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I know the past and the future and everything in between. And he saw you through the ages and he, yet he valued and honoured your life enough that he was prepared to pay the price. You see how it's important it is that we get an understanding of who we are in God because we understand that we are valued, that Jesus paid the ultimate price because he was prepared to pay it because he valued us, that it changes how we think about ourselves and then it changes how we think about others around us, that he valued the person sitting next to you, that he valued that person out on the street, that he paid the price because we are created in God's image and so we are of immense value. Do you understand that this morning? It's like we are so important and precious to God. Every one of us. Every one of us. That we're highly valued. And that he paid the ultimate price for us. 1 Corinthians talks about honouring your body. It's, and you can turn with me if you like there.
First Corinthians chapter six. Sorry, I told you the chapter. First Corinthians chapter six, verse. We'll read from verse eighteen. It says, flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside the body, but he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God? And you are not your own, for you were bought at a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. That word glorify, as I said before, is a derivative. It's linked with honouring. So God actually wants us to honour and value our bodies. And that's talking about sexual immorality, is that watching out what we connect with, who we connect with, and to watch what we're doing. Because if you don't value yourself, you're not going to value your body. And yet God says, value yourself because you are a temple of the Holy Spirit. God resides on the inside of you. When you ask him into your life, he's there. He camps out within you. His presence, his glory is on you. And it's like, if you don't value yourself, you'll disrespect your body. You'll disrespect your spirit where God is. And so he's saying, you are of most high value, so watch that you value yourself. Watch that you honour yourself. You are honourable before God. And yet sometimes we treat ourselves with disrespect, to dishonour ourselves. Thanks, Ben. Dishonour is to devalue, disrespect, treat as common, ordinary or menial. And too often the world puts out that message of dishonour. You know, you see people all over the place on TV and they're dishonouring what God calls honourable. And God says you are highly valued. And yet too often because of the way we feel about ourselves or because of pressure from society, we devalue ourselves. We disrespect ourselves. We treat ourselves as common and ordinary and medial. Yeah? We have an extraordinary God who resides on the inside of us and he If he resides in the inside of us and wants to be around us, then we must be worth being around, don't you think? Yeah? If he honours us, if he values us enough to give his life for us, then we must be of value. So regardless of what your past has said, regardless of what you might have done to disrespect yourself or devalue yourself, God says this morning, you are highly valued. You are highly favoured. You have glory on you. You You've been crowned with that. And so really, you need, we need to get rid of our stinking thinking sometimes, don't we? We need to just get rid of that mindset of we're just this little bump on a log, we're of no significance, we're not worthy, we're a sinner, blah, 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 blah. Because that's what the enemy wants to throw at us. He said he is a liar, he's a liar, he's the father of lies. And the devil, he'll come and he'll try to devalue you in your own eyes. He'll try to trip you up so that you disrespect yourself. He'll try to, dis- to bring dishonour across your path so that you just fall into that. But if you know who you are in God, if you know that you're highly favoured, that you are honourable, that you are valuable before God, then you won't fall so easily into that. And the more you know it, the more you stand up, the more you lift your head up and say, I'm, I'm not going to devalue myself before God. I am valuable. If he paid the price for me, then I must be valuable. And I don't have to think of myself more lowly than I should. Yeah? When we put ourselves and others down, we negate who others and we are before God. It's too easy to dishonour ourselves by our behaviour, doing the things that devalue us as a person. It's too easy to dis- dishonour others by not valuing them as God values them. You know, God crowned mankind with glory and honour. We're made in his image and he paid a great price. And as we understand how God values mankind, 
it actually flows out of how we treat others. And that keeps you from being a big head. Because if you value, you understand who you are before God and how much he loves us, then that, but the way to not get too puffed up in our own self-righteousness is to actually bless others with that, to love your neighbour, to bless them. Because that keeps us in this nice balance of I am highly favoured, but so is the person sitting next to me. I am highly valued, but so is this person, and they're worth me loving them. And that keeps us in a balance. That's why Jesus said, love the Lord your God and love your neighbour as yourself. Because he knew when you love God, you'll start to listen to what he says and you'll start to value yourself. And then when you love your neighbour as yourself, you're valuing them because you know you're valued. It all makes perfect sense when you put it all together. Yeah? The word's like that. So honour is an essential part of us being a Christian. The granting of honour is essential to us. And we are to bestow honour on those for whom honour is due. Thanks, Ben. So we're to honour God. Sorry, I missed my point. Just hold that one off, Ben, thanks. We're to honour God for who he is. So when you honour God, we do that every time we come into praise and worship. When we pray, we're actually honouring him, actually blessing him. You know, when we talk and we say, bless your name, we're bestowing a blessing upon him. And we can do that because We are crowned with glory and honour, so we're able to bless the Lord. And he blesses us back. It's like this lovely little synergy happening. We're able to bless the Lord because we are highly favoured before him. And it does his heart good when we do that. And we value the things of heaven. You know, if you the things that you honour, you draw into your life. The things that you dishonour, you repel out of your life. So if you honour God, then you draw the things of God into your life. When you honour the things of heaven and value the things of heaven, you're going to draw the things of heaven into your life. You want to experience more of God's presence than honour and value God's presence. Seek him out. Value it. When he comes, don't just rush off going, oh, well, I have my two-minute fix. Actually value his presence and you will draw more to you because what you honour and value, it gets bigger in your life. What you dishonour and disrespect and say, that's not for me, actually you push away. So when we honour the things of of heaven, when we value his presence, when we set our mind in him and what is important to God, what's important to God? Do we even know? What does God value? What does he value? He values his creation. He values people. He values us knowing his love. He values time. So when you understand and get to know, what does God value? What does he see as important? He values his word. Yeah? Then you are honouring those things and those are things that you'll bring into our lives. When we honour him, we value the things that he values. And that's what really being a Christian is all about, is valuing the things that he values. Then we're called to honour those in authority. And as Australians, we sometimes don't like that. We like to, you know, we take the tall poppy down. But actually the word says to honour, to respect we don't have to like everybody's in authority, but God does ask us to honour them and respect them and to watch our words with them and to watch our attitude. It says to honour those in authority, those governing authorities, those that God has placed over us. It says to honour our parents. We might not like all the time things that our parents have said or done, but it does ask us to honour them, to respect them, to esteem them for who they are. And that doesn't mean that you necessarily have to do everything they say if it's against what the word says, but it does mean that we have to respect them. 
And sometimes that's just a choice of obedience. God, you said this. I might not feel like this, but I choose to do this because I'm honoring you above what I want. It says to honor our fellow believers. So that person sitting next to you or across the room, Romans 12.10 says, Be kindly affectionate with one another with brotherly love. Now, if you don't have a brother that's showing you love, then just think about how Jesus treated the disciples. That gets you out of going blah, 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 blah. <laughs> if, you, if you haven't had somebody show you brotherly love, look at how Jesus treated the disciples. Look how he treated John. So be kindly affectionate with one another with brotherly love in honour, giving preference to one another, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. So it's actually really important for us, especially before we go into the launch, for us to be honouring one another. Now, it doesn't mean that, you know, we all see eye to eye about everything, but we can respect each other. We can value the, what, what is, you know, the attributes that each person has in each other and, and choose not to always look on the negative. It says to honour widows in 1 Timothy and it says to honour every person as they were created in God's image and worth Jesus dying for. So God actually, he's really into honour. And when you get a hold of that, and I've been thinking about that because it actually changes the way you talk. You know, often when you're walking along and you see some um, teenager or somebody, you know, messing around and just being, you know, a little bit feral, you say, oh, they're just ferals. And I've caught myself because the Holy Spirit's been talking to me saying, you know what, that's not actually honouring them. I'm, they're made in my image. And yes, they may not be doing the things that they should be doing, but they're not feral. They're made in my image. And, I, and he's caught me up a couple of times. Like, oh, you know, or, or they're, just, they're just a random. They're just, ra- that, just that random person. But you know what? That's actually not honouring somebody either. Nobody's random. Psalm 139 says that we were formed and he knew about us when we were knitted together in our mother's womb, that he knew every part of us and he knew all the days are written in his book. So there is nobody random. I'm sorry, but we have to kind of think about that because we, we can be so offhand, can't we? And yet God, he says that he honours and gives glory to mankind. So nobody is random. And even if they're behaving feral, nobody is actually feral. Yeah? Yeah, they are. They're just lost. You know, it says if they don't know Jesus, then what is it? They may just go off and drink and be merry. That's M-E-R-R-Y, by the way, if you didn't catch my accent. So they don't know. And our job is to honour and respect them. And if you do that, you know, there's a, there's a quote that says, treat a man as he is and he will remain as he is. Treat him as he can be and should be and he will become what he can and should be. If we keep on treating the people the way they deserve, then they'll just remain the way they are. But if we treat some people as they should be and and they should be treated, then they will become who they should be. It's a spiritual principle. Because God says to honour people. And if you honour them, you give them value. And then they start to say, why do you value me so much? Why are you treating me so nice? Because the reason people act the way they are is because they disrespect themselves. They don't think they're worth much. And if you get people and you sit down with them, you'll realise that, that there's a hurting world out there. And even in church, you'll be sitting beside somebody and, and they might not talk really great about themselves. And it's because they don't realise how honoured and valuable they are in God's sight. And if you honour and value people like that, it lifts them up. I'm so glad that I've had people in my life that have honoured me because it changed my self-esteem. They were like, oh, why are they treating me so nice? Why are they taking the time to go and get me for church? 
Why are they taking the time to sit and pray with me over the same thing over and over again? Because they honoured and valued me as a person and they treated me and saw me how I could be rather than how I was. It's a powerful thing to honour people. We need to learn to see people the way God sees them and treat them accordingly. Ephesians 2.21, it says, In him the whole building is joined together and rises up to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. That's Ephesians 2.21. Relationships are the building blocks that house the glory of God. He's actually building us as people and then he brings us together from all places far and wide and he brings us together and he builds into us and he builds us together to become a dwelling place of God. So we want to see more of God's presence. We want to see his glory come. We want to see God do stuff. We actually have to honour one another because when you do that, you're putting value on the person sitting next to you and the people coming in. And then it says that he honours that and it's like we've been built up. And when you're building each other up and we're building each other up, then we become this place where God's glory comes. It's actually a really powerful thing to honour because when, God, when you honour one another, then God, he sees that and he goes, oh, look at that. They're honouring each other. And my, you know, there's a guy I've heard listening preaching and he says, you know, when we get together as Christians, we should be the happiest, most drunk in the Holy Spirit, absolutely ecstatic because you've got the glory of God on you. And the person next to you has got the glory of God on them. And when you get together, there must be so much glory coming together, you won't know what to do with each other. Yeah? There must be so much joy overflowing because that person sitting next to you is God honours and favours them and the glory and the presence of God, that weightiness is upon them. And once they get to understand that, you better watch out. You know, it's like that's what it was, that's what it was like on the day of Pentecost is the glory, the presence of God fell in that room and they were drunk as anything in the Holy Spirit because they knew who they were. The presence of God came upon them. And so it's like we should be the happiest, crazy, ecstatic because when we come together, it's like we're being built up and there's more glory in the room. You know, somebody walking in to this place from out on the street, they will sense a presence. We get used to the presence of God. But when you actually walk into the room and there's all you glory temples around, because that's what you are, a temple of glory, of God's presence, you come into the room and they go, oh, something's different here. I can be having a crazy day with the kids and just running around. You think, oh, my goodness, I think they must think we're feral. And yet they will come into the room and say, there's such peace here. I go, really? We get used to that presence of God. And yet other people, they come around you and they sense something different. That's because you've got glory on you. You've got glory buzzing around on the inside of you. So when we come together and we honour him and we honour one another, that, that presence lifts up. And that's why it's so important to be honouring one another and honouring him. We're called to live a life of honour. It's God's way of doing things. And we're called to be imitators of God, Ephesians 5.1 says. If we do not understand honour, then we will not understand God's way God and his ways. I saw that quote this week and I thought, well, it really is important. If we do not understand honour, I will not understand God and, and his ways. Because he honoured. He's a God of honour. That's his way. In heaven, there is honour. They honour one another all the time. So why do we do it? Why do we honour? Because it's repeatedly in his word and God values it. And what we honour will move towards us. What we dishonour will move away from us. If we dishonour God, if we dishonour others, they're gonna, we're going to repel them. 
if you dishonour your, your wife or your friends or your family, then that, you actually push them away from you. If you don't respect and value and hold with esteem those people who you love, they're actually going to repel, you're going to repel them away from you. Now, I love, um, Philip really should share this, but I will. One of the ways in that honour in the, in the Bible is that a man would honour his wife is to give gifts. You know, God's good, isn't he? <laughs> but it's actually, did you hear that? Ken, I'll say it louder. <laughs> One of the ways of honour, well, you think about it. If you're honouring your wife, if you're honouring your husband, if you're honouring those people you work with or just, you know, you're around, if you honour them, then you esteem them and value them. So you would get, one of the ways you do that is to give gifts. So men, there you go. You can give gifts. Amen. I didn't hear any low throaty amens, but anyway. <laughs> Honey, you didn't help me out. <laughs> to honour someone does not mean that we are blind to their weaknesses, faults and all that is wrong with them. It means we make a choice to express value to them for who they are and not just what they do. I read that again. To honour someone does not mean that we are blind to their weaknesses, faults and all that is wrong with them. We all can tell you what's wrong with the person that we lived with or the person, people that were around. It means that we make a choice to express value to them for who they are and who they are before God and not just what they do. You know, the Christian message changed the world. Back in ancient Greece, when somebody was, could not work, could not contribute money, you know, to, to society through work, they are left on the side of the road to die. If you're too old or too sick to work and contribute financially to the society, then you're left to die. If you're um, handicapped or disabled in any way, you're left to die. If you're born with some disability, you're left to die. The Christian message and how God honours human life changed the way a society is. Because the Christians, they started to see these people that were sick and they were left out there so they would bring them into their own homes. Just individual Christians in the church, they would bring them into their own homes to, to care for them. The orphans that were left, you know, that were, had no parents, or the disabled, or the people that the parents didn't want them, they would start orphanages. The Christian way of, of a message and the gospel of good news changed society. And one of the main ways it changed it is that people started to honour people, not for what they could do, but just for who they were before God. And it's still needed so much that we stand up as Christians in our society and value people not for what they can do or what they can contribute. Because some people, it may be that they can't contribute in the world's eyes very much at all. Does that make them less of a person? Does that make them less valuable in God's sight? No, the word says it does not. And yet too often we get sucked into the world's way. We see it, see somebody who's not working or is, you know, you know, no hoper, as the world says, and we just devalue them straight away. And yet God's word says to value them and highly esteem them, to respect them because they are made in God's image. And being in a relationship with someone, you see the good, the bad, the positive, the negative, and you can choose to see one's nakedness, you can mock them, you can judge their entire life based on their worst day. Too often we do that, don't we? We judge somebody's entire life on their worst day. Or we can choose through grace and love to protect our eyes and their honour by covering their nakedness, their mess-ups, their worst day with grace and mercy and love. 
We're all from very, very different backgrounds. And Perth is a multicultural city. We're from all around the world, different backgrounds, countries, family origins, customs. But we're still called to value and honour everybody we come and meet. And when we have the launch and there's different people coming into our church family, we still have to value them. They may be different from us. They may have come from different backgrounds. But I want to encourage us to value each person. Value the person sitting next to you. Value your husband or your wife. Value your kids. Respect them in the way you talk about them. Esteem them as highly favoured. Because when we do that, it says that we've been built up and God's glory will reside. And that's something to get excited about. Galatians 3.28 says, There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there are neither male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. So wherever we come from, whatever our backgrounds, God says we're worth honouring. And he is worth honouring. And what you honour, you will draw into your life. So let's be people who are people who honour. Amen? Let's pray together. Lord, I thank you that you see us and you crown us with glory and honour. Even though we may see all our weaknesses, all our failings, all our, all our mess-ups, Lord, you say that you see us for who you have made us to be with a hope and a purpose and a plan for good things, Lord. I pray this morning that the words I've spoken would sink deep into our hearts, that they would bear fruit in our lives. Lord, that we would see ourselves as you see us, and then out of that we would see others as you see them. Lord, we honour you today. We lift your name up and we esteem you for who you are. You are the sovereign one, your creator God. You love us, you bless us. You give us everything for our good, Lord. Help us to see ourselves as you see us and help us to see those around us as you see them, that they are highly valued and worth paying the price for. We pray in Jesus' precious name. Amen.